Welcome back, everyone, to another Eat Speed podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson. And we are talking about Restaurant Week. It's really a restaurant month for a lot of restaurants in September. And we're talking today with one of the finest, uh, most steady restaurants for Restaurant Week and for people from all over the Metroplex come when they go to Grapevine. A lot of them like to go to Max on Main. Welcome, Rena Frost from Max on Main. Hi, Bud. Hi, Steve. Thanks for having me. Uh, how many years of Max on Main now? Have you been there eight years? Oh, uh, five years. Five uh, years, five I, years in Grapevine. And how many years total in the Metroplex? Uh, 33 years. Yeah, you know, we won't make you do math. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like 30, 30 years, 33 years. <laughs> well, Max on Main is a real landmark because it's, a, it's right there by the train station. So a lot of people, when they are taking the train from somewhere else and they get off and say, what's in this grapevine? They, the first thing they see is Max. So we wanted to talk to you about Max and about, you know, the, this such a long lasting, you know, mid-range, res, mid, mid-range steakhouse. Not, uh, you don't try to chase the prime people mm-hmm. in uh, steaks or prices. You're, uh, you fit this nice you know, mid-range position where you, know, you, you get a good steak, you get a good side, you get a few other good, you know, chicken or, or seafood dinners. And, uh, you know, you don't have to, it doesn't cost you $300 to get out of there. So um, you, you you just got a nice market position and you, you've really done well with it. Thank you. Thank you. I think that's what's helped us survive uh, through several different things in the restaurant industry is that we've been able to, we are just kind of mid-market. Um, we keep our prices about the same every year. So, and we'll let the big steakhouses be the big steakhouses. We're going to be the the little independent that people want to come and come and visit twice a week instead of once a month. So that's what we try to do. Well, you know, people uh, are excited about Restaurant Week because they want to support Lena Pope in Fort Worth, and uh, the people in Fort Worth obviously get excited. But obviously, Grapevine restaurants are excited too. I think there are five restaurants. Uh, who are doing the restaurant week this year where you serve a dinner and 10% of the money goes to Lena Pope. Uh, it's a, a charity for Lena Pope. And also it helps bring business out uh, during this time of COVID. Uh, tell us about your restaurant week, you know, what dates and, and uh, kind of what are your entrees? What are you offering? Uh, well, we're actually going, we're going to do the preview weekend, which starts uh, August 28th. And we're doing the official restaurant week which is that first week. And then we're going to extend it a week. So we're actually doing two weeks. So we're going to weeks. August 28th through September the 13th. Okay. So the first two weeks of September, special deals. Are you the $49 dinner? We're No, we actually do the $39 dinner. We oh, want, that's why you're important. <laughs> you're the $39 dinner. You're we, we do a $39 dinner. And uh, the entrees alone are usually priced between... 30 to 45 dollars so i'm really trying then we scoot you know a, two more courses in there so we want to give them a bang for their buck and make it a special occasion when they come. so you you serve an entire 39 dollar dinner a three-course dinner and four dollars of it goes to lena pope uh, yes. you know what are you serving what are, what are the entrees on? uh well we have we you know we have to do our prime rib because um uh, during well, during rib, extra special time of COVID, we actually took it off the menu during the week, and we're just doing it on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Um, but during Restaurant Week, we're going to have it every night. Uh, we're also doing a, a filet Oscar style, which is 
asparagus, filet mignon topped with uh, crab meat and our own Bernays sauce. Wow. Yeah. We're doing a grass-fed and finished New York strip. We're doing a, uh, I'm actually bringing in some Texas red snapper and then I'll be cooking up a special with that. And uh, we're doing our um, Scottish uh, salmon from the Wild Isles. So it's raised out in the uh, the fjords in in Scotland and it's beautiful. So we're also going to do that. If it keeps me in this hot, we'll be happy to go pick up some of that in the fjords if it's cooler we could would you like us to handle the shipping on that oh wait a minute they won't let us into the fjords right now what no 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 one wants us to visit their country right now okay the, um we this is exactly what we're talking about okay that kind of a menu uh, the other restaurants that kind of a menu is a 49 dollars menu at your place it's a 39 dollars menu yes what else what's what's the uh what's the other thing since you know so that was the main course. What, what else is, is there? He wants to know what's I'm all for excited. dessert. I'm all excited. Now. You're all excited now. Um, <laughs> well, he we wants have to know a... what's for dessert. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Well, uh, we're actually, um, I partnered with a baker in Dallas. Uh, she owns Hot Sweet Patisserie. And uh, I serve her gluten-free chocolate cake. It's just, it's wonderful. And it's uh, kind of propping her up a little bit. You know, all uh, little small businesses need a hand up, so I'm featuring her, and then um, a really old. I'm um, one of his first customers in Plano was Henry's Ice Cream. Oh yes. So I've known Henry since '93, and we use his vanilla ice cream and a nice little apple galette. So those are the two desserts that we're offering. Henry's has more uh, flavors now than it did in 1993. Oh, they didn't have hardly anything. You know, Henry he was working every day. <laughs> Henry's is the premium ice cream. If you go to a prime steakhouse and you have a dinner with ice cream, you're probably having Henry's. They just don't tell you it's Henry's. Country clubs, prime steakhouses, everybody uses Henry's as their high-end ice cream. Yeah. Now, I'm I'm of the – if I use someone's brand and I know them or I know they're a small business, I put their name on my menu. So I've always done that. Well, tell us about Grapevine and tell us about Main Street. We kind of have the perception – that things have all gone quiet and nobody's coming out and kind of tell us what's really happening up there. Um, well, that, I mean, they've closed down a lot of the tasting rooms. So that to some point that is kind of true. Uh, we don't have the visitors that we once had, but um, it's right now it's kind of a quiet time, I think, because school it, zoom school started for a lot of schools on Monday in this area. So it's been kind of quiet. Um, we were doing, pretty well uh, without having convention and tourist business. I see that uh, some of my wonderful neighbors were all having a hard time during the week, but we see more people out on the weekend. Patios are available in Grapevine. Uh, People are, the city of Grapevine has been great. They're letting us utilize sidewalks if you don't have a patio. So if you're not comfortable, which a lot of my regulars aren't comfortable sitting in a dining room, I've got patios. Ferraris that's participating has huge, uh, you know, a huge dining room. So there's plenty of social distancing. Uh, Next, which is also another friend of mine, but they're in Colleyville. They're participating. Uh, You know, we we see a little bit of improvement, but it's just, you know, we we feel bad for our little retail shops that aren't able to open and and do business like they once did. So so we're it's going to get better. Are people still riding the train or? 
yes, I do some, see some people. It's actually slowed down a bit. I don't know if that was just everybody kind of got over the novelty of the train. Uh, because when it first started, it was incredible. It was just huge groups of people coming in, especially when it was free for that first 30 days, I think, that they were open. Um, I see a little bit more. They're building that beautiful little hotel right around the corner from me. So that'll be opening up in September. So I'm, I'm expecting the traffic once we get out of August to improve for all of us in downtown Grapevine. And people have gone back to taking the other train too, the Grapevine Tourist Rail. That's an open air train car. You know, you're not in, like inside a train car there. So that no, and that's, that's something that that's a popular fun. family event. Yeah, that is. Yeah. That's a fun train. I've taken that train, so we like that train. So uh, that's become a popular. Yes, and you know we've got a lot, a lot of fun things to do in Grapevine. So it's not just the wine tasting rooms. You know, great restaurants. And just neat little areas, beautiful parks, uh, great, you know, we've got like grapevines. So there's a lot to do in our city. Well, what are the things that makes Max special? What are the, the dressings, the treatments? You have that prime rib, you have a baked potato. You're pretty much a steakhouse like you remember from all your life. What are the things that makes Max really special? I think what we we try to take the, that traditional steakhouse that was, um, like really popular in the 80s, like when we started <laughs> in the 80s. And we've just tried to modernize it a little bit more. So in Grapevine, I am I have several more fish dishes than I do at the Arlington, Arlington location. Uh, we try to use healthier sides. So we do a lot more vegetables. I like more, uh, you know, the lighter style sauces. So I think that that lets us stand out a little bit from just the average um, steakhouse and and the fact that you can usually find me in the back, you know, cooking with my guys. So you know, we're, so we're hands on. How many women steakhouse owners are there? Wow, you know, I don't know. You should be able to tell me that, Bud. You know, <laughs> <laughs> do you know any others? Do you stay in touch with any others? You know, I don't. Most of the, uh, you know, I met D. Lincoln. Back in the early 90s, she was great and awesome to me. Uh, right. She was one of the few women that was, you know, physically running and um, and really doing the day-to-day stuff of a, of a restaurant. There are a lot of women owners in the restaurant, but not not really steak and seafood places. You know, they might be New American or Italian or something like that. And how did you get into this? You're not Mac. How did you get into this? I am not Mac. Mac is actually Mike McMahon's dad. When he um, when he was around, it was named after his father. But uh, to work for Mike in Midland at the at Wall Street, I did at Wall Street Bar and Grill. Um, Wall Street Bar and Grill was one of George W. Bush's favorite hangouts in Midland. Yes, and he was there a lot, (laughs) doing good things. He didn't do anything bad. I started there with him. He asked me to move up to Arlington and I came up here and we were going to open up a couple of more restaurants together. And in uh, 2011, he kind of wanted to step back a little bit and uh, I was there and I'd always wanted to buy the restaurants from him. So it was kind of a a no brainer that I just kind of, okay, I'll, I'll take it and bought the restaurants, had one in Colleyville at the time, and then decided later on that place was too big, closed it down, and then moved to Grapevine. Now, we're not talking about the Arlington location because Grapevine is the one doing restaurant week. 
But I, I do want to just tell you, have you say a little bit about the Arlington location. It's a real icon mainstay mm-hmm. there at a uh, little, it's a uh, I-20 and, and little road in that little corner. And, uh, and you know, it, it, it's kind of uh, been there forever. And still, every time I check restaurant, uh, you know, liquor sales in Arlington or re- uh, reservations in Arlington, it's like Max and the Keg, Max and the Keg, Max and the Keg. I mean, those are those are the two steakhouse uh, until until Arlington Chop House opened, Mercury Chop House. Those were considered the two leading steakhouses in Arlington. Um, and I think we we still are. Um, you know that restaurant. We've I've got people that I, we're, we're serving their children. It's <laughs> it's serving, odd. Serving it's dinner it's, to their children. We are yes. We're, <laughs> yeah, we're serving dinner to their children or yeah. I have employees now that are in their forties that I can offer jobs to their kids. It's just, we've been around so long. We're active in the Arlington community. Um, You know, Mike and I both uh, have the belief that you participate in the community that you have your restaurant in. Oh, and how how could I forget to ask you what makes the Max Chicken Fried Steaks so famous? You know, the late Dan Jenkins swore to me that the only thing he would ever go to Arlington for was chicken fried steak at Max. Tell Always. us what makes the chicken fried steak at Max the best. You, you know, I think it's it, the quality of meat, obviously. We always use a really good cut of meat, but it's that West Texas gravy. That's yeah, that, I think so. <laughs> that's, you know, that's that's the thing. You've, if, if you're from West Texas, there's a certain way to make gravy. And um, that's, you know, my dad is was a Texan and from West Texas. My mother's Korean. So obviously she didn't know how to make gravy, but my dad and Mike's mom make the best uh, West Texas gravy ever. So that's, I think that's actually his mom's recipe that we use. Well, it's pounded and floured and it just, it's a little different from everyone else's little battered chicken fried steak that comes out like a big chicken breast or something. And it's a, it's, it's a little lighter batter and you're right. The gravy has a distinctive taste to it. It so. does. It's um, it's it's fork tender, and if you'll notice, if you'll go, because I go to restaurants and I'll order chicken fried steak just to see how they do it. Uh, our breading holds on to the steak. Absolutely. You don't have that huge pocket of air when you use your fork to cut into it, and and that makes that makes a difference if you're getting a bite of meat with the with that beautiful crust in the gravy, or if you're just getting a piece of the crust separated. So sure. that makes, makes a good difference. And that's because of the way you, you dip it that, that holds the, uh, that holds the batter on. Is that the- I think it's the way that not only that, but the way we tenderize it, cause we, yeah. we tenderize it five or six times and we'll tenderize it and make sure that it's got some good holes to grab onto that flour and the, the egg wash that, you know, that we use. So, yeah. And that's how much is that on the menu? That's uh, that's fourteen ninety five on both the restaurant menus. So the Arlington. Oh, see, yeah. Now there you go. That that's, you know, I mean, that's still a reasonable price for a for a. Uh, I mean, that this is a chicken fried steak that compares to a Riata or a Lucille's in Fort Worth. It's a it's a. I wouldn't call it a high end chicken fried steak, but it's a really good, uh, you know, steakhouse chicken fried steak. It's not just. Uh, you know, something out of the freezer box that they, you know, threw in the, you know, threw in the fryer oh, no. at the cafe. It's, it's really good. It's a, it's a, 
it's an excellent chicken fried steak. People don't even know about your chicken fried steak. It's kind of the, the customers know about it. The Arlington customers definitely know about it. Oh, the Arlington customers know about it. The uh, uh, yeah, we've got a little reputation. Even Grapevine is starting it. Not as not as heavy as Arlington, but Grapevine's even kind of getting in on that chicken fried steak. Catching on. Yeah. Well, okay. Now I've rambled about Restaurant Week. What else is going on in Grapevine that we need to talk about? Anything up and down the street? Uh, we, you know, we've got uh, Hotel Van that's opening up. I believe the first week of September. So that'll that'll be a nice little attraction, I think. Um, I they are going to have like a food hall type area, but that's not opening up until later in the fall. So yeah, people from outside Grapevine like to come to besides Max. People really like coming to Mason and Dixie. Do you ever talk to those folks up there? She is actually, Beth is actually a really good friend of mine. Um, she's actually opening up. In the food hall. In the food hall. She yeah. is. And I'm very excited for her. It's going to be great. I, I love her restaurant. Her concept is um, comfort, Southern comfort food. And it's incredible. Just incredible. I, I, you know, if you have time to take the, you know, turn off of wherever you're headed, if you have time to turn into downtown Grapevine and get the uh, coconut pie or coconut cake at Mason and Dixie, I mean those those are things that'll make you happy. You found your way to to Main Street Grapevine. So oh, absolutely, and her um, chicken pot pie. Woo. Yeah, absolutely, chicken pot pie. <laughs> and remember, you can you can kind of hang out for a week and have chicken pot pie, chicken fried steak. I can think of a pretty good way to spend a weekend in Grapevine. And and drink some wine and go to the brewery. Go to go to our you know our beer brewery there. And, you know have 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 all that stuff and hang out. Then get back on the train and go home. Yes. Yeah. No <laughs> See, that's the way it works. Okay, this is the way it works in Restaurant Week, and your dates are from uh, August thirty first to September fourteenth, something like that. And we're doing Preview Weekend, which actually starts Friday, August twenty eighth. So 28th. we're be offering the menu. A little bit earlier, we're going to get on that sneak. And uh, we're participating in the fourth course. So, and what that is, is you can go to FedEx, spend $10, and you will get a fourth course certificate. And that will give you the opportunity to have one of our appetizers for free. And we're offering three different appetizers. So $39, and you have a prime rib, you have a steak Oscar, you have the... Salmon from Fjords <laughs> to choose from. <laughs> yes. choose, well, something you had. Uh, you had another steak in there too. A grass-fed uh, New, grass York fed, New York strip. New York strip. And, 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 a, a real, and a gluten-free chocolate cake, which is still a good chocolate cake. Oh, it's, yeah, it's a really good menu for thirty-nine bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we wanted to give everyone a choice because a lot of times this might especially during the time of COVID-19, this might be the only time that people are going to want to go and dine out and they want to make it an occasion. So I wanted to have some really nice options that then they can, and if it's $39, then they can take that extra $10 per person and get a nice bottle of wine, put it towards a bottle of wine and have a cocktail. So that encompasses everything that they would need for dinner that night. And that's really why I do the 39. So if they do want a cocktail, it's kind of, it's kind of that 49. So Thank you for such a great deal for, for each beat podcast listeners, for restaurant week diners, for, for readers that you, thank you for such a great deal. Most of all, thank you for supporting Lena Pope and for supporting restaurant week. You're welcome. Thank you both. Until next week, I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson. <laughs>